little word of warning, this podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. Therefore, it is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 or anyone who thinks swipe right is a move on Mortal Kombat. I'm ahead of the game. Welcome back to The Smut Drop. This is your weekly roundup to the more eccentric side of sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane, and on this week's show, I'll be looking at TripAdvisor for exes and chatting dating and mating with guest Tania Taylor. If you like what you hear, then please rate, review, or at least subscribe wherever you get your finest of podcasts. And I hope you're ready, because I'm about to leave you a five-star review and recommend you to a friend. (laughs) It's a little review joke there. (laughs) Never mind. Hello, listener. Now, I am always hungry for your disastrous dating stories, smutdrop at metro.co.uk, BT dubs. And when I read about a woman who's created a trip advisor for your exes, I knew I was sold. That is going straight in my bookmarks. Tracy Teagan from the US decided to set up the ex-boyfriend list after dating someone she says had an affair and stole her rent money. (gasps) What a loser. After all, we all have those loser ex that we want to warn others about. And now you can do just that with the ex-boyfriend list. (laughs) How exciting. This is the website I have always wanted. If you go on it, it allows you to leave detailed reviews and you can even search by name. Oh my God, have I got a few for that. So do you know someone who should be on the ex-boyfriend list? Look, I know I do. So I do this in a Facebook group I'm on because if you're in any kind of marginalized community, like, so let's say you go on specific dating sites for specific people. Like I use plus size dating sites. You might use one for different ethnicities, different genders. Sooner or later, you tend to find that the same faces crop up and it becomes a bit of a toxic swamp. So we got together in my little plus size community and created a little don't date him fat girl folder in a Facebook group. And let me tell you, that is just a total rogues gallery. So I love this idea. If you go over to metro.co.uk, you can find the article by Tanya Mustafa and she's picked out out a few juicy snippets. <laughs> so one woman has written, he is my ex-boyfriend and he is a cheater. He will cheat on you, a habitual cheater. Oh, I wonder what he did. Tracy also says that the site has saved some women. She says, a girl contacted me saying that she knew the man on the site and was dating him. She said that she was then very worried and woke up to find him taking pictures of her. (gasps) Oh my God, that definitely needs to go on the bad boyfriend list. Oh my God, so what do you think? Do you think it's a bit controversial? Should men have the right to reply? No. Uh, let me know what you think and please please send me your own bad boyfriend reviews you can send them in to us on social media you know where we are smut drop on twitter or miranda kane on twitter tiktok and instagram or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk but do you know who isn't getting a bad review 
it's this week's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, gays and nays, this week's guest has been in the entertainment industry for over a decade, working her way up to become UK radio royalty. She's DJed at some of the biggest clubbing hotspots in Ibiza and Mallorca and is the voice of the Kiss FM hype chart. Between all of that, she still takes time to share her journey to empower young women with her positivity ambition. Here to chat to me about avoiding the perils and pitfalls of dating, it's Tania Taylor. <laughs> what an intro <laughs> wow I usually write those and do those so hearing one for me is a little bit weird but I loved it thank you oh welcome <laughs> it's a bit this is your life like a mini yeah. excerpt it was yeah it's the only thing I can do for you because you have interviewed some of the biggest names out there so I do have to apologize that I'm not Lady Gaga but I do I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's been some of the people who've been some of your favorite people to interview Gaga was incredible uh, you mentioned her I remember interviewing her during like Halloween and so it was like obviously like dark and gloomy cold outside raining and she rocked out of the cab barefoot in a vintage wedding dress covered in white paint and walked into the studios that we had decorated at the time like Halloween theme and she was like oh this looks like my house (laughs) I mean I just loved her and she was brilliant there's always like she said to me afterwards like everyone thinks you know I don't know what I'm doing but there's a method to my madness because this was like the height of gaga yeah you know meat, meat dress and all so yeah brilliant um who else is up there I love talking to Hugh Jackman he was incredibly lovely oh and had he had a thing about getting my name right <laughs> like because obviously my name is like Tanea Tina Tanya I get all of that and the above and he was like say your name and he made me say it three times and I was like this is weird but then during the interview he kept going yeah you know what I mean Tania and yeah I'm being really personal and addressing me and yeah, loved him. Oh that. my god, right. Hugh Jackman! Now that's the kind of introduction that I'd want on my phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, literally. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was up there. Ed Sheeran's amazing. He is probably one of the most down-to-earth people, human beings I have ever met in life. Yeah, um, and he was lovely. How does now you're talking to all these wonderful, famous people? They're super yeah. lovely, super polite, and then you have to come and be a normal civilian in dating life. How does that impact you? It's like Hannah Montana, isn't it? It's just... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm literally like the black Hannah Montana. That's what I'm calling myself. Because it's like I have this life where I'm like, yeah, and I'm like in the studio and I'm playing songs by A-listers and talking to A-listers and I go home and I either past experience I've had a, quite a rubbish boyfriend or no boyfriend. Yeah. My life is very extreme. It's very extreme. I'm now in the state where I'm single, but I'm looking for my happy place, my peace, and my medium. Okay. That's what I'm that's what that's where I'm at. All right. Now that sounds good to me because I love it when people say I'm looking for my happy place, not my happy person. Now that's so that sounds more like your who am I? Who is Tania Taylor rather than who is <laughs> Tania Taylor's perfect partner? Yeah, it's just a case of like I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot with my friends and I'm in my thirties and like two of my best friends got married this year. And like, this is a lot, there's a lot going on. So you do think about not wanting the perfect person, but the person and how they make you feel. Yeah. I think that's what I've realized because before I would probably say, you know, I like, I like the stud, right? I like a really tall guy, like decent body, goes gym, like fashionable, trendy. I like that type of guy. Yeah. But a lot of the time, 
that type of guy isn't a very good guy. <laughs> so instead of kind of going on the looks and like the butterflies in the stomach, I want to go on the feeling of, do they bring me peace? Mm. Are they patient with me? Uh, do they bring me unconditional love that doesn't waver even in testing times? Like, so now I'm going on more so the feeling rather than, oh my God, he's so hot. We have so much fun together. We get on, I've got butterflies. Because sometimes passion can be the other extreme that I found. You know, it can be so passionate and then it's so not. So that's why I was like, I'm looking for the medium. I'm looking for the happy place. How are you doing that? Well, I haven't been very successful, I'll tell you that, Mary. I haven't been, <laughs> not been very successful at the minute. I had a relationship come out of that last year. Thank God I did. We won't go into that. But I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what I will not accept. And boundaries. Mm. Like I use this word a lot, but like setting your boundaries from the start is really key. Because mm. sometimes we can get lost in the moment. Yeah. So, you know, you meet a guy or you meet a girl and you think, oh my God, they're so hot. And we get on and like, it's so much fun and it's a vibe and everyone goes on vibe, right? And then you forget to set your boundaries. So you're six months in and then you're realizing certain things about said person, mm. you know? I'm not talking little things like, oh, they don't do the dishes, they leave the toilet seat up and they snore. Not that, it's like really deep, like personality and character traits. And so I really think it's key, especially what I've been through to set boundaries from the jump, regardless of the butterflies and the love bombing mm. yeah. that certain people will give you. That's a new term I learned recently. Love bombing. The last year or so, love bombing. <laughs> I love, I love Bomber because I am a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I love this. I love the good morning text, the good evening text. I want to sit on FaceTime to me and talk to me all day and check in. And like, I love the romance. I love all of that. And I'm not saying it's bad when someone does that, but it's the type of person that's doing that you need to watch. Oh, now, have you, have you experienced that where it's gone from the love bombing to the... Oh yeah, yeah. It's the love bombing to the narcissism to the gaslighting, and you're like, oh, how did we get? And then before you know it, you're like, how did I get here? But now I'm in it, right? And I'm in love, so it's harder to get out because there's feelings. So then you kind of ignore the several red flags because of how you feel, mm. and you're like, it's fine because that's my person. Because that's what you tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's my person. No, it's fine because it's my person. <laughs> It's not, it's, it's not your not. person. It's not your person, honey. It's not your person. <laughs> it's your love bomber. That's totally different. It's your thing. love bomber. Yeah. It's your love bomber. That's what it is. You need to get the bomb detection agency out. <laughs> yeah. Come and diffuse it. Diffuse that bomb. What about, I want to talk about, because um, I was reading an article about black dating and, and all the dating apps that are coming out for, specifically for black people. Now, have you ever tried using them or would you recommend them? Or has it been something that you just not never had to think? about I've never been on a dating site um, apart from Raya and Raya is supposed to be like if you're in some form of industry tech and music and it's kind of like a members thing yeah. right and you have to like be accepted you can't just sign up and one drunken night with your mates and make an account yeah. and then start scrolling you have to wait I've got friends that have waited months and months to be accepted and then there's the referrals so like if I'm on it you can refer a friend so that when they do their kind of like, I don't know, accreditation and stuff like that, then because I'm a member, I've referred someone, they're more likely to get accepted. It's a whole thing. Wow. But I tell you what, it's not amazing. Yeah. What kind of people are on it? Oh, God. Everybody's a CEO. Mary. Like everybody, <laughs> every man on there, because I'm, I'm into men. 
So every man on there is like CEO of uh, 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 or like just entrepreneur, oh. entrepreneur. And I'm going through the pictures and I'm like, there's not much work here. It's a lot of travel, it's a lot of travel, it's a lot of fun. So there's a lot of those on there. Um, you get sports people, you get athletes, you get famous footballers and stuff that you would know. You get yeah. singers. I actually have a lot of my mates come up. So I have my guy <laughs> mates in the industry. I'm like, oh, let me look at your profile. And I'm always so intrigued as to like what their bio is or like the 10 pictures or whatever that they've they've chosen and we have a good laugh about it. But that's the only dating site I've been on. Never done a Tinder, never done a Hinge, anything like that. Yeah. What have been some of your worst dating disasters? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. I remember getting out of a relationship. I think I was like mid-20s and I was like heartbroken for a few months. And all my friends were like, look, you know, you've got to get out there. You know, you've got to get over him. So I'm like, all right. And again, I look close to home. So one of my friends at the time, a really good friend, her ex-boyfriend, it was his cousin, And like, we all used to hang out, but obviously I was in a relationship and I never knew he liked me, found out he liked me. This is God, if he listens to this. And so you'd think he'd make a bit of effort because he's like, oh my God, Tania's single, finally, like I get to take her out. And he just took me to like a really quite old man pub and not really a pub person, can't lie. And I didn't know I was going to the pub, so I was quite dressed up. And then they had like a, they had like a Sunday roast buffet on because I had said to him, why don't we go for a roast? But I'm thinking more a nicer, there's a couple of nicer places. So I was overdressed and it wasn't, and the food wasn't great at all. And it was not expensive. And he made me split the bill. <gasps> oh! And I was like, this is a first date. How have I, why are we splitting the bill? The bill was 36 pounds. Oh my God. Yeah, it was 36 pounds. What, each or? No, the bill <laughs> was 36 pounds. <laughs> We weren't drinking loads. It was a Sunday. I remember we were both driving, so we were like, we're not drinking. 18 pounds. <laughs> I can't believe. So we took you to a Toby Carvery then, basically. It was basically essentially like a Toby. I don't even think it was called Toby Carvery, but it was like the concept of a Toby Carvery. Yeah. And like, look, there's nothing wrong with a Toby Carvery, but like, give me some notice because I was overdressed. And also, I just think... If you're going to ask someone on a first date, you should pay. Yes. Yeah. If you're the one asking, oh, I'd like to if take you out. If you're the one out, asking, yeah. I'd like to take you out, yeah. then take me out. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it was 10 minute drive from his house and a 40 minute drive from mine. <gasps> and he made a joke about it at the end. And he was like, we're walking to our cars. And in my head, I was thinking, <sighs> I'm never, never seeing you in this capacity again. And he was like, yeah, next time. I said, oh, how far have you got to go? And he went, I'll only live up the road, 10 minutes. And I thought, that's not a gentleman. Why have I driven like 40 minutes and you've driven 10? Yeah. So that wasn't a great time. These are great boundaries, though, for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) What about when it comes to culture in dating? Have you ever found any differences? Like, does that make a difference to choosing a relationship type or choosing a partner for you? Do you know what? My family are, I'm Caribbean and my family have always been very open to everyone. And they're like, look, who you love, we love. Um, mm. I think sometimes in terms of culture and knowing a culture, some people tend to like, quote unquote, stick to their own, you know, and, and date within their culture, date within their religion, because sometimes it's just easier. I've never been opposed to dating outside of my culture at all. but. N- traditionally or just 
naturally I do gravitate to men of my culture like black men like that's mm. just my type but I'm not opposed to saying anybody outside of that and I just don't think there's anything wrong but I think some people when choosing a partner might find it just easier you mm-hmm. know yeah it's but is it like is that easy to do you see that reflected on dating sites or like within the dating worlds and within like, you know, say like podcasts, like sex and relationship podcasts. I think there are some dating apps that obviously, like you said, like specifically for black people or specifically like if you're Muslim or, you know, there are dating apps that cater to that because mm. people like to like date like them, right? Like for like. So, yeah, I, I just worry that it's it's very, when I look at dating apps, they do seem very white. Like it's always white couples or the maybe yeah. you know it, it doesn't seem to sort of have the thing of like oh I, I'm I'm Ghanaian and I want to meet Ghanaian partner or yeah. I'm you know Caribbean and I want to meet a Caribbean partner now is that something that you would think that people would want to see on a dating site or is that not necessarily a, a thing I think they might Do you know what going by my experience on Raya there is a lot more like white men on there Mm. like when you scroll because they only let you scroll like 15 people at once and then they time you out because they want oh. you to they want you to carry on building with the connections you've already made so they don't want it to be very fickle right, right. which I kind of get but then it's annoying because I'm like out of like 15 guys that I can scroll one will be black and 14 will be white oh. it's like that or it'll be like the occasional South Asian or Asian in there yeah. But majority white. And you can't pick. You can't pick preference. So maybe I'm using the wrong app. I'm using the <laughs> wrong app, Mary. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I don't think you are. I think I, I think it comes down to the sort of like, it, it, there was like the algorithmic bias, wasn't there? Of like, you know, people's photos and when yeah. you look, like, there's a, there's, I think there's a lot of that going on. Like, but how does it feel when you, you've, you know, you're this gorgeous young black woman and you're trying to find this gorgeous stuff dud and then all you're getting is like 14 wacky white blokes no they're not wacky they're some are good looking and I do like them like I do I do but it is it can it can be challenging especially when you get to a point where you're like okay I'm trying to find my person now like I said at the start trying to find my peace so yeah it can be a little bit challenging you know, have you ever experienced it where people have tried to fetishize you? Because I've sort of been on plus size dating apps and yeah. very much experienced guys just, you know, wanting to fetishize you and just, you know, not being able to see past your body. Is that something that you come up against? Yeah, I mean, I think just being a woman in general, we're going to get that right. But I have yeah. had like, oh, Never had a black girl before. Oh my god! And you're like, what does that? What does that mean? Never had a black? Like, what are we like? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't mind testing that out because that's new. Uh, yeah, I've had that before, and I'm like, oh, next. Yeah. No, no. Is that which you just block them, block and move on? Yeah, I've had it like when I'm out with friends, and it's like, yeah, it's just interesting because you know, like, because black women, and I'm like, yeah, but what? And I'm like, and I'm like, go on. What are you gonna say? And they get a bit like brave because I've had a couple of pints and they say and I'm like what are you trying what are you getting at here what and then they're like digging a hole right they're digging a hole but again it's kind of like I've never had a black girl don't know what that feels like I'm like oh how do you do react like what 
I'm just like, all right, bye then. Like, I'm very polite about it, you know. Or if I've had a bit too much to drink, I will say the F off. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. I mean, again, that sounds like great advice for the young women listening to this. Don't be afraid to no, tell literally. them to fuck off. Don't be afraid. I mean, look, if he's like six foot five, we might not do that. But don't be afraid to put them in their place and say, well, that sometimes I'm like, well, that's inappropriate. Or I probe them. I'm like, go on, what do you mean by that? And they're like, no, no, no. Because you know, like, and I'm like, no, no, no. Because they don't know what to say after that. Because they expect you to feel uncomfortable and be awkward and shy about it and laugh at best. Mm. Whereas that's not my character. So I'm going to go, go on then. If you've started it, finish it. And they kind of never do. Yeah. Or they expect you to be grateful. It's like... Yeah. Well, I gave you a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would it be nicer for people who, like, reflected us and our sensibilities to saying you don't have to put up with this? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's being able to grow up with those role models, which you're, which you're doing now for younger women. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the, you know, your talks and the workshops that you've been doing. Do you know what I do? I always get asked to do like a lot of like panels and stuff. And it's always about like encouraging young women and women that want to get into broadcasting and radio and TV. And I always have the same pieces of advice. I always say, um, be yourself and be confident because there's no other you. I always say be patient because I was really impatient. I was like 22 out of uni, but I want to be on telly. And it's like, well, how am I going to get there? I haven't done the work. I don't know how the industry works. So I always say be patient because everything that's like supposed to be for you is for you. You know, like Mm -hmm. nothing's going to pass you by. And also just like have fun. Like I always say have fun. Like my job is fun. I've spent the summer DJing at some of the best party islands in the world. And, you know, I get to interview your favorite celeb. You know, so if 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 sticking posters from magazines was still a thing, I've interviewed those artists. You know that you would stick on your wall. <laughs> if that if that was still a thing, because it was a thing when I was growing up, my wall was covered. Yeah. my wall was covered with Ja Rule. Do you remember that? Oh. Why was I obsessed with him? He was like five foot six. Mine was, was covered with Chesney Hawks, so you're fine. Chesney Hawks Don't is worry. in the racer. Is in. <laughs> As in the one, as in the one hit wonder, even worse. No, at least you know someone. Wait, hold on. It's a lot of people. I don't think his name was Chasing Hawks. I think it was something else. Oh no, I know the one you're thinking of. The one from Celebrities Go Dating. No, who's married? Who's the famous racer guy? Like motorbike racer. Oh my God, someone Google his name. Something (laughs) Hawks. Anyway, who are you talking about? Um, he did a he did one song in the early nineties called "I Am the One and Only," and you can only hear it now in places like well, Buttons. I am the one and the one and, and only. only. <laughs> yeah, nobody I'd rather be. I need to Google that man because I don't know what he looks like, but he was on your wall. He was on my wall and he, I went to see him because the classic thing, I did the classic thing of going to one of those adult weekenders um, and Chesney Hawks was playing oh. and I was like, oh, and you know, and you see this old man with a guitar come out and I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's lost it. He's lost it. He hasn't, in here. He, he hasn't. Not? He looks exactly the same. Oh, I need to he get him He looks like up. someone has put him in the freezer for 30 years. I need to years. get him up and I need to, yes. I need to find Chesney yes. Hawks. I didn't know who the hell that was. 
How has Ja Rule aged since he was on your... Do you know what? He, he, he hasn't aged badly. He's still got the six-pack that he had when I was 14. And he's yeah. still married to the same woman that he was when I was 14. And I disliked her thoroughly. Because in my oh. mind, I was like, well, if he was single, he'd be with me. Ple- I mean, I know. <laughs> uh, of course he would. Of, of course. I mean, of course. Is he someone who's on the top interview lists? If you could, is it bad that I'm like no? Because after Fire Festival, I'm like, don't really trust him now. To be fair, oh, of course, yeah. I mean, look for nostalgia purposes and for 14 year old Tania, absolutely. Doesn't really do much anymore (laughs) in music, so it probably wouldn't. Our paths, and it's so mad because our paths probably wouldn't cross now because he doesn't do a lot in music and stuff anymore. That's because he's probably too busy at the Toby Carvery. It's too <laughs> making women split making the bill. Making women think. split the bill. Yeah, God, if that guy ever hears this, he's gonna know exactly that I'm talking about him. Good, good. Let him. Fuck him. Never liked him anyway. <laughs> Eighteen pound and ten minute down the road, you little cheapskate. <laughs> Taylor's Kiss FM's very own Tania Taylor. Oh God, what Stop. are you doing? I'll go, I'll be your dating guru. Give me so some like, tips. Can, can you I give me like some top five life? tips? Well, okay, yes. So one of the first things that I've learned is be yourself. So not be yourself, but know who you are. So when you say I'll oh, be yourself, but know who you are. So know what you what you want in life, yeah. not what you're looking for in a partner, but what you want in life. Like, do you want security or adventure? Do you want the same thing every day? Or do you want to spon- do you want spontaneity? Who are you? Yeah. Before That's who is your one. perfect partner? And number two is don't rely on one person to be everything. So when we're looking for a partner, we always think, oh, right, well, I want someone who's going to be my best friend and my lover. And that's a lot to put on to someone. Like, you've got a best friend. Like, you know, you, you, and this is sometimes when it comes to you and your best friends and your best friends are like, but I haven't seen you in ages because you've been going out with this love bomb. And it's (laughs) like... <laughs> and and we should remember that we have yeah. our best friends and and they're there for that role and Mr Lover Lover can be Mr Lover Lover but he doesn't have yeah. to be both and at the same time they're expecting the same thing from you and that's where a lot of clashes come in because they want you to be their best friend and their lover lover as well and it's like well let's try and find the the partnership in this um and then um i think number three very practical always tell them that the sex toys are there to enhance the sex not to replace it but it does help wait how did we get there i love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) oh come on you must have a little little bit of a vibrator several Under the bed. Yay! Yes! (laughs) There you go. You can't work, you can't work for somewhere called Kiss and not be having (laughs) See what I've been trying to work in the name and I've I couldn't do it. it. I couldn't do it. it. Some great advice there. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. What would be yours if you if you if I'm coming to you for dating advice, what would be yours? Look at his family. Oh, okay. What are you because looking I've, for in the family? I've realised that, I mean, you don't have to have 2.4 family, right? If your mum and dad aren't together, that's absolutely fine. But from my personal experience, like when someone doesn't have a lot of healing, if they've gone through trauma in their tra- childhood, they will put that on you in the relationship. And that yeah. is not healthy. 
So mm. I want to see your family dynamic. I want to see how you talk to each other, how you interact. Do you say I love you? Are you tactile? Do you hug? Is there warmth there? You know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a big thing for me. Definitely. Oh, well, I, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Where can people find you? Where have been, where's your Instagrams and TikToks? Where can they find you if they want to get a bit more? I am Tania Taylor on everything. And that's where you can find me. Instagram, Twitter. I'm so bad. I never use my TikTok like I should. But now that I'm promoting it, it's at Tania Taylor underscore actually on TikTok because someone stole my name. <gasps> No. So there's an underscore at the end. Um, and if you follow me there, I will promise you to post. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> will do. No problem. And if people want you to start stalking their Instagrams. Do you know what? I'm so, I am the friend in my friendship group. I probably shouldn't say this, this is why I'm single. But I am the friend that if my friends want to do some digging, yeah. I'm the girl for the job. Like I actually like I can find your long lost nan if you've never met her. I can, I'm really good at that, you know, which sometimes doesn't lead to good things because you find things and you go, oh my God, but I'm really good at it. You're the Wagatha Christie of the group. I am the, oh no, 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 I'm not her. I'm not her. You know who I mean. I don't want to go to court. I'm not saying any names, but I'm not her. I do yeah. it in a nice way. Yeah. So do I, Tania. So do I. It's so weird how we got so many things in common. common. Same, same here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on Smart Drop. Tania Thank Taylor. you. Thank you. My thanks to Tania Taylor there. Oh, man. Do you know what? I love it whether you're a celebrity or a civilian like me. All these dating apps, whether they're rare for like CEOs and big people in the music industry or the entertainment industry, or whether you're on OKCupid, chances are you're still probably having a shit time of it and you want to delete the app anyway. <laughs> but I really enjoyed talking to Tania. And um, I found out, I did find out that the person that she was trying to think of was Tony Hawk, the skateboarder. Uh, absolutely nothing to do with motorcycle racing. But my thanks to you, to Nia Taylor, and you can find her on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you once again for listening to this week's Smut Drop. If you have any sexy tales, saucy stories, bad boyfriend reviews, then make sure you send them over to me. I'm also looking for any of your questions and guest suggestions. Do you want to be on the show? Have you got a product? Uh, maybe you're into a certain kink and you want to tell everyone. Please let me know. You can slide into my DMs. Just look out for Miranda Kane on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk. I've been Miranda Kane. Smut Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for metro.co.uk. And if you're enjoying this chess tournament winning string of anal beads, then please make sure to leave me a nice review. In the meantime, I'll be back to prick up your ears next week. <laughs> <laughs>